You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Coming up about 20 minutes, the lightning bets are plays for tonight as we look forward to the weekend. Wildcard weekend starts on Saturday with the, uh, the Raiders and the Bengals. We'll get to the big spreads, the NFC game and an AFC game. But first, Paul, what are you thinking? My main takeaway is that is this the death of the average Joes quarterbacks? Like when you were starting to rail on Jimmy G there, I'm like, who are we? Like, who is your guy in the playoffs? Like the only other option really is Derek Carr, but you're all over the Bengals. Hmm. Well, where are we with the average Joe quarterbacks? So I still like Jimmy, and I pointed out how, how well he's played, but I can't ignore the interceptions. They're, right. they're a part of him. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so, yeah because he's an average quarterback. Was that just he's part of it? He's better. I think he's better than average. Kirk Cousins, the last one standing now. Come on, ju- just be he willing to not. admit it. As we expand playoffs, your guys are dead. Why? Because you've got to have that dude, that dude slinging it. That's why. If you want a real chance at a championship, you've got to have that dude. Okay, you can go on the other side, but it's so hard to go on the other side. It is much harder to get everything else perfect than to find the guy, even though there's only 10 of them in the world. Sure, but I think we overrate how much it matters in individual games. Like, if you want to build a franchise, you want that guy, right? It's the, it's the common denominator for 10 years, like Aaron Rodgers. But, like, we, we've made the cases we guess have the Raiders can win. Their quarterback's closer to an average Joe than the other quarterback. Mac Jones, you're making the case. Let's he's slow down. Probably... It's Burrow's second year, and he's played maybe just over right. one year of football. But he's played like a great quarterback this year. Yes. Derek Carr has. I mean, he's, he's, also, slow he's, down. Also, he's also been at the top of the league in interceptions. Yeah. Um, if we're having sure. this conversation in the middle of the year, that's not being said. Right, but okay, but how about Mac Jones, Josh Allen? One guy's almost won an MVP last year. I could see yeah. Mac Jones beating him. I just think we overrate it for the course of one game. Dak Prescott's better than Jimmy G. Yeah, I wouldn't be I mean, surprised if Jimmy G beats out, him. They're outliers. Mac Jones has the greatest head coach of all time. Right. On his right, side. So, yeah, of course it is. There is, there is <laughs> so one guy mean. we left out because they're on a bye. Ryan Tannehill. Could oh, be trash. Right. I think he's trash, obviously. But... Oh, so much garbage. Wait, wait, are we saying he's going to make a run? I'm not. What are we saying, Joe? Oh, we could. Did you draft well, he, him? He already has he, made a run. He's, he's playing yeah, the visual because... <laughs> He just has to show up. <laughs> I'm just... He's made a playoff run. He hasn't won a game. I'm just saying, I don't think we're going to have year after year of great quarterbacks always in the Super Bowl. It doesn't work like that. I mean, every maybe right. one of the two, right? Maybe one of the two. That's kind of how this seems to work. Jared Goff you know, Jimmy G versus Patrick Mahomes. Goff, which one do you, Holes, which one do you trust? Which one do you trust this year? This year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think the Packers and Chiefs are probably going to play in the Super Bowl. So this year feels like a, a year where we get – Two, but of the average. But I could guys. be wrong. Yeah, did you trust? Oh, of the guys? average guys. Yeah, I mean, of of all years, this should be the year where you trust one of them to sure. make a run. Jimmy G can make a run. <laughs> he said that with zero confidence. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're underdogs in their first game. It's not easy. Yeah. Like it's easier when they're a number one seed. Like when Jimmy G was a number one seed, there was like that wasn't hard. He just had to hand the ball off, and he was in the Super Bowl. This year will be harder. Um. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I could see either of those guys. Tannehill. 
Who's more likely so to make a run, Tannehill or Mac Jones? They're handing the ball off 30 times, right? Mm-hmm. Are they making a run? Right. They're just letting them run. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I think I would if ranking them just by the Car. quarterback. Carr. I think Carr could could get them there. But hmm. and now I need Jimmy G to win. Now I yeah, need to win. You need a. So what I want to do with Shanahan, I want him to scheme something up that is going to twist that Cowboys defense and Trayvon Diggs around. Like, I feel like he should be able to do that because he is a ball hawk, but we, we've talked about his coverage grade, you know, all season. And granted, you know, those are not 100% accurate. You know, other things go into them. But I just feel like they should be able to take advantage of that. Is that the best game of the weekend? I think so. On paper. I I think it's more fun. I think it's probably more fun. No, I was talking about Niners Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a more fun game than Pat's Bills. Yeah. Pat's Bills could have a lot of three and outs. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be, that's the one game I would be shocked if if it's a blowout. Pat's Bills? No, Niners Cowboys. Oh, I would too. Yeah. Even if someone gets up 10, couldn't the other team come back? Like the Niners were down 17 last week and came back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. That's a close game to the end. All right, two games that could be blowouts based on the number, based on the spread, are the ones we're going to talk about right now. We'll start with the Eagles and the Bucks, eight and a half. You guys know what I feel on this game. My mind hasn't changed. Um, there is one thing to keep an eye on today, though, that I, I do have some worry about. We'll keep an eye on the injury report. So yesterday, Josh Sweat for the Eagles, their defensive end, he, had, he missed practice with an illness. Illness has been code for a while now for you might be on the COVID list the next day. They need him. Mm-hmm. He had seven and a half sacks, but he had four in the last month of the season. He's really come on. I mean, they, they need every pass rusher they can get to have a chance in this game. That would worry me if he's out. Um, and then obviously all the injuries we're talking about with the Bucks here. And the and the weather. I mean, Joe, 25 to 30 mile an hour wins. That's, we're getting a weather game on, on, on Sunday in Tampa. That makes this a more, more interesting, how it plays out. I'm still trying to recover from you telling me that Ryan Tannehill has already made his playoff run because they're in the second round. <laughs> He's playing next weekend. Well, isn't his run winning 12 games? A run, a playoff run means winning a couple games in the yeah. playoffs. Right. So well, is, that, wins, is, that a, is that a win? Is it by a well, win? Wait, you said winning a couple games. If he wins one and they're in the title game and they didn't make a run, sure they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, do you think we're going to have clarity with the final injury report on Friday with with Tampa Bay? No, and here's no. why. <laughs> so if you have a player on the IR, which they have Levante David on the IR, you do not have to uh, put a practice report on him. You open up the window for him to practice, but that's not part of your team practice report. How many times do we see it officially off the IR Saturday, Sunday this year? I have right. all the time, right? So, yeah. Levante David, we're going to find out Saturday. Do they activate him for the game? But we won't find out all week. Is he limited? Is he full? That So, no, is I, I think the answer to that question. Yeah. Um, do you – how much – I don't mean to turn this into an interview, but uh, Philly pass defense, I mean, that's where – we've seen it in the past when they lean on Lenny come playoff time, but I still right. think it's about this matchup of the Bucks passing offense against the Eagles passing defense. Uh, how, how can they hang there? So, well, the dogs are barking, by the way. A um, couple things. Uh, while we're talking about the Eagles game, yep. which everybody the, seems to love. The two biggest dogs we're talking about in this segment. So this is the matchup everyone in Philadelphia is worried about. 
it's not Sirianni. It's not Hurts in his first playoff. And they're worried about Jonathan Gannon, this defense, the Eagles. De- how can they slow down Tom Brady? I think Darius Slay could do a good job on Mike Evans. I, I, I think he can. He actually did a good job on him a couple years, a couple weeks ago when they played. Uh, he shut him down a little bit. The Gronk, Joe, the Gronk one worries the heck out of me. If you're on the Eagles side, I have no idea how the Eagles hang with, with Gronk and cover him. Just no idea. You know, the player to do it. Okay. I mean, it, it, when you look for people making uh, the strong case for the Eagles now, this is in part due to the competition. But if you're a metrics person, man, are you impressed with what they've done, uh, how they've turned it around. And it, it wasn't just only in the midpoint of the season when they became more than a, than a, more of a running team, which they hadn't figured out when they played back in October, the matchup that everybody's talking about. But top five, top six in the NFL, last six weeks in the league, number five, EPA per play, number five, drop back EPA, number six, offensive success rate. They've, they've been spectacular, but again, the question is with the competition, and that's why that's what people are, are trying to balance here. We have Tampa Bay on one side. They're coming in hot the second half of the season despite missing so much talent on both ends of the ball. Uh, and, and then they performed well against playoff teams. They're, they 5-1 and one against playoff teams this season, Tampa Bay. And then you've got Philly, and we're trying to figure out, okay, what do you trust? They played the tough teams early on in the season when they were trying to figure out their identity as an offense. And then in the second half of the season, they really took advantage. Once they figured out what they were, they figured out the strength of this team, but the schedule lightened up because the division is so horrendous, and that's when they played the majority of their uh, division games. So it, that, yep. that's the balance that a lot of people are trying to figure out. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know that as many people are going to come in on Tampa Bay as uh, as some believe. I know Simon mentioned he thinks the number's going to jump because it's Brady, it's the playoffs, public's going to come in on that side. I don't know. Everything I've heard this week is a lot of Philadelphia chatter. Is that more because of, you know, the first time they played, the back, they got the backdoor cover, or do you think that people a think little. the Eagles will win straight up? I don't think, I don't anything, think most people anybody think that. thinks that, except okay. for Jackie. somebody. Does. <laughs> most people, I would think, is. The have conference. you talked to anybody? Honestly, have you talked to anybody else um, that you respect that that does think they have a puncher's chance? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, most people we've talked to give them a like Baldy gave them a puncher's chance when we had him to on win. the other day. Well, I can't, when I when someone tells me they could be in the game in the fourth quarter, that's a puncher's chance to win the game. That's a okay. puncher's chance. You know what I mean? Like if they're if they're close at the end, it's a score each score each way. I think the weather is going to also impact the bets. Like, if we're talking about a, a 20 to 30 mile an hour win game, the team that has the high powered passing attack, they might be limited. The Eagles shouldn't be limited because of the weather in this game. That keeps it closer. The total is coming down on a high spread. That that probably keeps the game closer. I do have confidence in any type of weather game with Tom Brady, with all his experience as a veteran quarterback over Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but but with the weather game, I just okay rushing attack we know the the bucks no slouch in the run game either though offensively like we, we've seen this before and i know the natural reaction is oh eagles they have that great rushing attack and they do assuming that they have sanders back out there and he's completely healthy from the hand injury but uh the bucks can have a strong rushing attack as well sure. we've seen that in recent seasons all right let's jump to the other one sunday night it's the uh kansas city chiefs it is the pittsburgh steelers so 
Our buddy Ed Fanger, we just had on, he put out his playoff report, and he is, um, just judging by his projected score in this game, he's bullish on a cover by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, we haven't heard much of that this week. It's kind of been like, ah, oh, this is going to be a blowout. This game's going to be all over the place. And we talked yesterday about minus seven the first half uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Ed's numbers tell him this game could be closer. That's interesting. Good. I, I want to hear some somebody give me a, a reason that you should be betting the Steelers. Chris Mack uh, also thinks that the Steelers will cover. Doesn't think they're going to win, but he thinks they're going to going to keep it close enough. I'm I'm not there. I won't get there. This is the game I probably feel strongest about. It's uh, Kansas City laying a big number, even though Mahomes has not been typical Patrick Mahomes uh, this year. It's just it's a Steelers fade and matchup wise against Kansas City. I mean. People are going to go back to that December 26th game, and they should. But the other part of it was that Chiefs defense putting pressure on Ben Roethlisberger, and we're going to see a repeat of that. And again, I said it ad nauseum. Tyreek Hill was just coming off the COVID list, barely involved in that game, and Kelsey did not play, and they still smashed him. I think we're going to see a repeat performance in this spot. Uh, Chiefs cover, and Ben leaves with a whimper like dan marino 62 it's, be, the it's not gonna be fun it's not it's not gonna be fun are we are we gonna stay up if you're tired are we gonna stay up for the second half no, do we I'm need out. to you're out i'm gonna fall asleep like mike tomlin so okay what what we're gonna get is right before kickoff everybody makes the predictions oh see they're all taking the chiefs what does that mean no not this time. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't see the Steelers hanging for th- you know maybe a half, but if, like three quarters, four quarters. Come on. Yeah, Chiefs minus seven. I like that in the first half. Yeah, I like that. I haven't bet this one on the side. I mean, I guess I could see a situation where the Steelers do hang around and get a backdoor cover, but I don't know. I don't have a lot of interest in betting this one. <laughs> I just think it's funny Andy Reid's telling his team that Steelers are playing like a number one seed. I mean, there's, there's ways, yeah. there's tactics, and then there's that. I mean, Andy's straight up lying everybody now. Now, I know a lot of current players, they don't watch the rest of the league because they are so busy with their game and, right. and film, and that's their, that's their life. It's not fun for some players. Um, it's fun for us because we love football. We love betting on football. But for players, like, that's work. I like to separate that a little bit. But even, even the players, bruh, Andy, no, no. No, they're not. I saw just, a couple of their primetime games. No, they're not. Also, the Steelers just went to Kansas City and were down 33-3. to Like, what are you talking about, Andy? We just beat this team up three weeks He's ago. He's trying. That's his job. He's got to try. Like He's a number one seed. Oof. Maybe he's just trying to spin it since they left here three weeks ago. They've played like a number one seed. Don't you guys sleep on this team. They got good they, all of a sudden. They have not done that either. <laughs> no. No. Pretty bad. Yeah. Well, Andy's got to spin it, and the Chiefs got to go out there and do it. 12.5-point favorites. Coming up next, lightning bets, our favorite place for tonight as we look forward to a big weekend in pro football. That's up next. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.